Welcome to Through the Bible in a Year with Pastor John. We invite you to join us at 1 Oakley Avenue in North Providence, Rhode Island. This podcast is presented to you by The Way Ministries, supported by listeners like you. For donations, live videos, podcasts, and more, please visit www.thewayministriesri.org. Thank you and have a great day. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Through the Bible in a Year with Pastor John. So glad you could join me today to get a portion of God's Word. Today we're going to start another book, the book of Micah. Before we get started, I'd like to say congratulations on reading through the book of Jonah with me. It's been an awesome journey so far. Just keep on keeping on and be faithful to God and God will always be faithful to you. Okay, let's get started. I'm going to introduce the book of Micah. Micah, introduction. The message of Micah like that of prophets before him, is neither pleasant nor popular. God knows the sins of his people, and terrible judgment is close at hand. For continued social injustice, oppression, exploitation, and the self-serving interests of leaders and false prophets, the nation will experience destruction and a generation of captivity. But in the midst of this, Micah offers a word of hope. A divine deliverer is coming. And when he does, he will rule with the Lord's strength and majesty, and peace will prevail. Vital Statistics Author, Micah Date written, possibly during the reigns of Jotham, Ahaz, and Hezekiah, between 742 and 687 B.C. Purpose To warn God's people that judgment is coming, and to offer pardon to all who repent. Themes Wicked Leaders Injustice, the coming Messiah, restoration. Day 259, September 15th, Micah 1 and 2. Judah's Day of Judgment. Overview. The southern kingdom has begun the final countdown to captivity. In the face of anarchy from within and annihilation from without, Micah emerges with a message from the Lord. God's day of judgment upon his complacent people is fast approaching, and woe to the one upon whom the judgment falls. It is too late to turn over a new leaf, too late to repent. Judah's wound is incurable, and only divine surgery can remove the malignancy of sin. Chapter 1. Incurable Wounds. Verses 1-7. to Rebellion. Chapter 1. Inescapable Wrath. Verses 8 to 16, rebuke. Chapter 2, verses 1 to 11, indicted princes, rebuke. Chapter 2, and gathered people, 12 to 13, reward. Insight, the prophet's roots, Micah 1 1. Micah's hometown of Moresheth 1 1 was about 25 miles southwest of Jerusalem on the border of Judah and Philistia. Like Amos, Micah was from the country. His occupation is unknown, but Morishet was a productive agricultural area. Insight. Don't fool around with the farms. Micah 2.2. Israel was primarily an agrarian society in which each family owned a portion of land. 2.2. Only under extreme conditions was a family to give up its land. 
Micah condemns those who exploited the poor by acquiring their land, thus creating an impoverished, landless class that would be a burden on society. See Leviticus 25, 25-28. Micah 1. The Lord gave this message to Micah of Moresheth during the years when Jotham, Ahaz, and Hezekiah were kings of Judah. The visions he saw concerned both Samaria and Jerusalem. Grief over Samaria and Jerusalem. Attention! Let all the people of the world listen. Let the earth and everything in it hear. The Sovereign Lord is making accusations against you. The Lord speaks from His holy temple. Look, the Lord is coming. He leaves His throne in heaven and tramples the heights of the earth. The mountains melt beneath His feet and flow into the valleys like wax in a fire, like water pouring down a hill. And why is this happening? Because of the rebellion of Israel. Yes, the sins of the whole nation. Who is to blame for Israel's rebellion? Samaria, its capital city. Where is the center of idolatry in Judah? In Jerusalem, its capital. So I, the Lord, will make the city of Samaria a heap of ruins. Her streets will be plowed up for planting vineyards. I will roll the stones of her walls into the valley below, exposing her foundations. All her carved images will be smashed. All her sacred treasures will be burned. These things were bought with the money earned by her prostitution, and they will now be carried away to pay prostitutes elsewhere. Therefore, I will mourn and lament. I will walk around barefoot and naked. I will howl like a jackal and moan like an owl. For my people's wound is too deep to heal. It has reached into Judah, even to the gates of Jerusalem. Don't tell our enemies in Gath, don't weep at all. You people in Beth Lepah, roll in the dust to show your despair. You people in Shafir, go as captives into exile, naked and ashamed. The people of Zanan, dare not come outside their walls. The people of Beth Ezel mourn, for their house has no support. The people of Marah anxiously wait for relief, but only bitterness awaits them as the Lord's judgment reaches even to the gates of Jerusalem. Harness your chariot horses and flee, you people of Lachish. You were the first city in Judah to follow Israel in her rebellion, and you led Jerusalem into sin. Send farewell gifts to Moresheth Gath, there is no hope of saving it. The town of Akzib has deceived the kings of Israel. O people of Marashah, I will bring a conqueror to capture your town, and the leaders of Israel will go to Adullam. O people of Judah, shave your heads in sorrow, for the children you love will be snatched away. Make yourselves as bold as a vulture, for your little ones will be exiled to distant lands. Micah chapter 2 Judgment against wealthy oppressors. What sorrow awaits you who lie awake at night thinking up evil plans? You rise at dawn and hurry to carry them out, simply because you have the power to do so. When you want a piece of land, you find a way to seize it. When you want someone's house, you take it by fraud and violence. You cheat a man of his property, stealing his family inheritance. But this is what the Lord says. I will reward your evil with evil. You won't be able to pull your neck out of the noose. 
You will no longer walk around proudly, for it will be a terrible time. In that day, your enemies will make fun of you by singing the song of despair about you. We are finished, completely ruined. God has confiscated our land, taking it from us. He has given our fields to those who betrayed us. Others will set your boundaries down, and the Lord's people will have no say in how the land is divided. True and false prophets. Don't say such things, the people respond. Don't prophesy like that. Such disasters will never come our way. Should you talk that way, O family of Israel? Will the Lord's Spirit have patience with such behavior? If you would do what is right, you would find my words comforting. Yet, to this very hour, my people rise against me like an enemy. You steal the shirts right off the backs of those who trusted you, making them as ragged as men returning from battle. You have evicted women from their pleasant homes and forever stripped their children of all that God would give them. Up, be gone. This is no longer your land and home, for you have filled it with sin and ruined it completely. Suppose a prophet full of lies would say to you, I'll preach to you the joys of wine and alcohol. That's just the kind of prophet you would like. Hope for restoration. Someday, O Israel, I will gather you. I will gather the remnant who are left. I will bring you together again like sheep in a pen, like a flock in its pasture. Yes, your land will again be filled with noisy crowds. Your leader will break out and lead you out of exile, out through the gates of the enemy cities, back to your own land. Your king will lead you. The Lord himself will guide you. My daily walk. Where does your mind wander during the moments before you fall asleep? What is the first thing that crosses your mind when you wake up in the morning? Answer those questions honestly and you will discover the greatest passion in your life. What was it that consumed David's thoughts evening and morning? Psalm 63, 6-8, 139, 17-18. Where did the thoughts of Judah's leaders turn throughout the night? See Micah 2, 1 and 2. And where does your mind focus when you wake up? When you pause from the frantic pace of your day, when you lie down the rest at night, Paul urged the Colossian believers, think about the things of heaven, Colossians 3, 2. Filling your mind with the things of God takes a deliberate act of the will. It won't happen by accident. Take a brisk walk sometime today, and as you exercise your body, exercise your mind as well with Bible verses, hymns, and thoughts of God. We lose the peace of years when we hunt after the rapture of moments. That is so true. That's all for today, my friends. It was great reading along with you. Have a great day and God bless. And I will see you tomorrow. Lord willing, peace.